0: Team, trade them out, drag it to your base like you never had a doubt. It's FMT coming around for you. Cause no one really knows the way you pick, like you do. Injuries or worse. Suddenly retired and hurt. Get your backs, forwards and mids. Never satisfied. You boys got the shits, it's FMT coming around for you. FMT. F-M-T-T, 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 coming right for you, F-M-T-T, there's nothing you can do, F-M-T-T, coming around for you. Everybody, welcome to FMDT, we're coming to you for the first time since round three, and that means that there's been a lot happening, a lot of footy action, but not just in the footy world, um, there's some things uh, going on with us as well, so Steve, you're not actually calling... In from your sunny Ipswich home anymore? Where do you find yourself? I
1: am in uh, the United Arab Emirates, so it's about 38 degrees here, um, going into <laughs> a hot summer.
0: Yeah, yeah. not for not, not work yet. for
1: next. Yeah, um, so I'll be here for, for work for the next six months. So I miss a bit of footy action, but still following FMDT or Dream Team. Oh, yeah, very closely
0: working for FMDT as a foreign correspondent, obviously, uh, very, very <laughs> important work. Um, <laughs> no, uh, how's the footy action out there though? Are you managing to actually catch up with anything?
1: Uh, basically I just keep track of scores and I can watch replays of, um, games through, through KO. So
0: yeah, just got a VPN at all. Yeah. Okay. But still able so I don't to keep... get to watch much. Yeah. Uh, well, good thing that we've got you uh, doing an analysis on a footy podcast then. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the perfect person. Um, it might be more a case of you keeping up with the news as I bring it up in that case. Um, but we'll see how we go. If it's any consolation, actually, I do remember that I've sort of done my best. Uh, I feel like I've done my best draft work when I've been overseas. And it might be a case of not being able to overthink things. Maybe there's something to that. So we'll see how it goes. All right, let's crack on straight into it. We've got a lot to cover. Um, so we'll actually just cover the latest week uh, to simplify things a little bit. Won't be going back too much further than that. Um, and if you want to kick us off, Steve, with our first matchup.
1: Sure. So the newly named I Mean You know Harms <laughs> scored 16-25 to defeat Party of Fife, 12-30. So obviously you've gone with a new team name, uh, in honour of James Harms. It top, took him a while. scoring for, for Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, a good performance from Harmsy. Um, I've also noticed you've yeah, if, if found some form we've had in Crozier. He's, he's been gold the last three weeks while we've uh, not been podcasting. So, it's a good, <laughs> good pick up for you. Um,
0: yeah, very draft, happy. as it turns out,
1: because you were worried. <laughs>
0: I go, yeah, Yeah. yeah. he was my first pick defender, so he's acting like one, finally.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and your midfield's going pretty well, Um, so yeah, lots of points there, good score, probably your best score of the year, I'm guessing, 16-25, so
0: if you kept kept track, then uh, my team has been trending upwards, slowly but surely, starting from the low, low lows of a 1300, and uh, yep, this was all on the cards, it's just following the pattern.
1: So sixteen fifty this this coming week then?
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, it's shooting for the seventeen hundred soon. Too easy. All right.
1: <laughs> um, now Cam, on the other hand, uh, he's tracking downwards. He's got mm. twelve thirty this week. Miserable. Probably his lowest score for quite a while. Mm. Uh, one of the funniest things I've ever seen <laughs> on on the, the match up was a player scoring three point eight nine percent <laughs> <laughs> time on ground. No yeah. interest three to speak of, I don't think. Uh, so three points from 89% for I, Harry Mackay.
0: I think it might be the worst <laughs> score I've ever seen for a player that's played a full game. I can't honestly think of anything worse. Yeah.
1: <laughs> neither, neither. Nothing comes to mind. So pretty funny, um, especially after getting like 142 weeks ago. So <laughs> if we were still doing, well, it's not one week to the next, but yeah, it's probably the biggest gap between two scores in a season for a full, like, full game. So pretty hilarious. Uh, um, and his other man who's uh, cooled off is his Finlayson. He was looking good early, um, got traded. Cam took the bait, the high the high um, sell high from Millsy, I think. And now he's gone back to, well, sort of maybe a longer term average of 65, 70. So may not have much more. Well, he'll have the odd good game, but probably isn't a reliable starter in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it was a bit funny because he was actually really excited about the fact that he was playing forward and he knew that he would get forward status soon. But, yeah, he's playing him as a back right now. So I'm not sure if that's actually helped Cam's team too much at all. Um, and, yeah, obviously a pretty yeah. miserable week for him overall. The 1230 was just above our worst ever score. So he at least he didn't, uh, you know, get that uh, get that reward. Dishonor. Yes. Yes, that's dishonor not not <laughs> yeah. reward at all. Um, yeah, so th- and the other big thing is that we had a bet going on, so Cam now owes me a song, so I'm pretty happy about that. Um, I definitely bet because I thought I would win, and I can't wait to hear what I'm got <laughs> to say about my team.
1: I'm looking forward to that. It seems like you're you're getting a lot of performances this year, like you've got two already, <laughs> an ode, a song. Maybe an opera by the end of the year.
0: Well, yeah, I'll so see what else I can squeeze out of the league. Who else wants to take me on? Um, I'm always game. Um, I think the rest of the league should also thank uh, me for winning because it's a much better uh, deal when it's Cam singing than me. So that's worked out nicely for you guys. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we, we c- better move on. We can kick on. Yeah. Next uh, matchup was
1: uh, Millsy Chateau Vertiflore. 1566 going down to Alex. Baby got Zach. Another new team name, uh, which I quite like.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: 1641. So Alex' best score of the year. Um, mm. He had really good consistency across all of his positions. No one got over 120, which is unusual in a 1640. Um, and yeah, he's got a few players who are finding form, like Christian Salem is looking like a really great pick, and Jared Lyons is starting to find some. Find some form at Brisbane because he was pretty woeful to start the year. So I'm sure Alex happy about that. He finally rejected a trade that I had sitting there for Lions for about two weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> he's obviously more confident in him now. Can we um, know? Can we know who that was? I'm pretty curious. Uh, who? Who I offered for Lions? Yeah. You mean? Yeah. Uh, I offered Dan Hanbury, So. Uh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, so someone that's sort of thinking, wow, indefinitely out. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, he's probably two two to three weeks away now. But, yeah, Lyons was averaging 60 at the time. Um, so it wasn't completely ridiculous. But, yeah, Lyons has now got two good scores in a row. So
0: yeah, fair enough. And after fair enough, enough it. After a out of 37, I could have seen Alex just race-treating him. So good on him for keeping. That's for what I was him. hoping. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Milsey, he's been the form team recently. Uh, still a good score, 1566, probably the fourth highest this week. So
0: mm-hmm. a bit
1: unlucky. Um, but he also lost Harry Cunningham for six weeks. I've I've heard. So
0: is it that very, much? Um,
1: yeah, quite a quite a bad injury. Um, if it is that long, so he'll have his back depth tested. Millsy. Um
0: Damn, man. It. it was like ripping Yeah, well. overall. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. Pretty unfortunate. Um, because he was, yeah, as you said, almost probably a keeper potential next year. And he might still be if he comes back well. But, yeah. Um, so, that's unfortunate for Milsey, But I'm sure he'll find someone off the waiver wire that mm. or off his bench that will do the job. Jared Alinit was a good pickup. Um, I mean, ended up only getting 70, but still back in the team him and uh yeah as long as he doesn't get dropped he'll probably score seventies to eighties pretty good off the off the wave wire for a backman it's one I wanted um so that's why <laughs> I bring it up.
0: Yeah no no <laughs> but I, think I missed it, yeah definitely had our eyes on, on him. I know that you were a bit annoyed about that. Um, and after half time he had a huge score didn't he? So I know why you were you were uh, you were messaging me about that saying oh god damn it like Lean it yeah taken yeah fifty
1: <laughs> something at half time yeah Oh well, um, but yeah, I guess we better move along. Um, sure. So next matchup, uh, next matchup is oh the closest match of the round would have been our feature match, um, I'm sure. So uh, Cornflakes, Shane, fifteen fifty, um, went down to Aki Blakely Hart, fifteen sixty two. So just twelve points in it. I heard there might have been some stat corrections with this one on on the group, but I didn't see what that was. It looked like it was within three points and then it ended up being 12 points. So do
0: you know about that? Yeah, no, I don't think there were any stat corrections to speak of, but it was just because uh, Nick had a massive comeback. Uh, He needed um, about 60 60 odd points, I think, from uh, Matt Crouch and Riley Knight in the final quarter and they combined for 70. So that took him over the line. Um, but it was it was uh, very close, and it was just towards the end of that quarter where they both managed to rack up those final touches.
1: Ah, uh, very nice for for Nick there. So he probably deserved a close win after a couple of close losses. Um, even though he had a late out in Fantasia, um, he got decent coverage from Reed sixty nine, and he was he was smart enough to not take the loophole seventy one from Burton. Um, so that protected him against the the Scott Thompson injury. So good job. There's there's why you don't take a loophole if it's only a seventy. Exactly. Because you know, yeah. it will cover you. So yeah, good win for Nick. He needed that one. Um and Shane was really let down by Joe Danaher thirty nine. It's well below well below average, I guess.
0: Yeah, ninety nine the um, week before that. So, so yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Big let down. Um still startable, uh, you would think, but yeah, it's not what he needed this week. So any any more on that
0: one? Uh no I'm not sure. for me we can uh, I I I was actually oh well, a little bit I was just impressed with uh, Jaden Stevenson getting the start there he've had a big score for Nick um finally he I know he's been hoping for that for a while so four goals for that one and Jack Gunston uh finally rewarding him for that trade in so he's probably not been very happy about trading him for uh, uh who was it? Um Dylan Shield, <laughs> <uh-oh>, <laughs> who has... I mean, either way, he's probably it looks like he's not done well out of that trade. But at least Jack Gunston finally had a big score for him—three goals, first goals that he scored uh, in the last five games. So he was he yeah, was wow, support. yeah.
1: So that is pretty remarkable. Um, so what what do we what do you call uh, the best and fairest at Essendon? <laughs> Anyway, that's what, what Dylan Shields heading for. So. Oh, I, oh, I see. The Crichton medal yeah, or something. Yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I don't think he'll be winning our medals because his disposal efficiency sucks. Um, but at least he gets <laughs> the points for you in fantasy terms. It, re- uh, <laughs> it really yeah. is awful. But anyway, we'll move on um, to your matchup, which happened to feature the highest score of the round uh, 1664, you took down Aruri Bontrealis, uh, by a massive margin, 478 points, and you know what, I've never tracked margins before, but I think I might start now, because this is probably a new benchmark, um, it is an absolute thrashing, (laughs) and it was hilarious because you actually thought your team wasn't going to do too well, I mean, on, on Sunday, I think at least, before you checked any of the scores, you know, you were looking at a few 50s and, uh, Around that, so it made sense, but no, your team absolutely fired up, especially thanks to a couple of your Eagles, Yo and Gaff. Um, yeah, I think it was Saturday afternoon, point. yeah,
1: before the Eagles played, that oh. I thought I was on track for a low 1500s. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah it made sense. But, I don't think you had any of your tons in your team yet, maybe just Jack Crisp, but yeah, after that, it was all, um uh, mm, yeah, all guns blazing,
1: yeah. All about the benjamin's baby
0: (laughs) (laughs) um hundreds (laughs) (laughs) i like it Um, all right i wanted to give you a a shout out as well to cam guffrey um just in case people haven't noticed how good of a free agent pickup this is he got dropped by alec you promptly well not promptly you picked him up when he was named again um he's promptly rewarded you with a hundred average um this week 114 which is massive and he's currently the third best averaging defender So, I mean, there's, you know, he won't keep up a hundred average, but it might very well. He might've got one of the best free agent defenders, um, at least certainly right now.
1: Yeah. Much better than I expected to be honest. I was hoping for 80.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how he goes. Um, and just on Kieran's side of things, so he got a little bit unlucky. Um, his, score, his score wasn't good. There were a lot of bad options that he played, but Brad Ebert jumps to mind. I mean, he would have been pretty happy that he gained forward status and then would have been hit with dejection as he sees him get a 31 and basically ruled out of the game after a couple of head knocks. So, uh, yeah, pretty brutal there. And he might even miss this week, so that that kind of sucked for him. Um, and there wasn't really too much praise that I can give Kieran's team. Uh, it wasn't a great week overall. Uh, I I did have some. I did have a shout out because that's the way I wanted to go about things. Give some everyone a shout out, and it's going to be for last week where he started Sam Gray for 122 points, happened to be the best free agent of that week. So well done for that. But this is going to be a bit of a backhanded compliment, because Kieran, if you throw enough darts out, I guess one will eventually hit, and Kieran throws <laughs> them out by the handful. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, well, he has to try something, so... He does, yeah, uh, I He can't, did get unlucky this week.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't, I, yeah, I can't really burn him for that. Um, he does normally get 50s in his free agents. But at least he's trying something, so hopefully he keeps... Maybe try a trade uh, with someone. I don't know why I said Cam, that just sprung to mind, because Cam loves to trade. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, try some trades, see what you can do to to mix things up, because you certainly need to. Alright, so we'll move on to the UN Security Council. uh, Facing off against Ian. Unless, sorry, did you have anything to say about that last one?
1: Oh, not really, just um, Bontempele's form is just
0: so, so good. So um, hmm. he might be a sneaky low. Hey. Sorry, um, Steve, just... it just kind of sounds like you're talking to a sock right now. Oh, okay. Um, does that sound better? <laughs> That's a lot better, yes. Um, yeah,
1: just moved the mic. So, yeah, Bontempi's form is continuing, so it might be a
0: Brownlow <clears throat>
1: dark horse. Um depending on if the umpires like him or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. That's... He's definitely one that's kept it up. Uh, with UN Security Council, uh, they went down to... UN Security Council went down to Shatter al Rakian by 44 points. So one of the smaller <laughs> margins of the round, actually. And uh, he was a little bit burnt because he picked up Jamie Elliott, for 100, uh, as a free agent, put him as a loophole option. He got him 109 points. Great loophole option. Looked like a really good one. But he was using Brandon Parfitt as uh, the person to loophole in. And Brandon Parfitt was an emergency who then went on to be a late in. And unfortunately denied that score, uh, which meant that Brett ended up scoring 40 points less than he could have. Wouldn't, didn't cost him the game, just. But still, 40 points not great to lose, so be careful when you choose an emergency to try and do your loopholes, because that sort of crap can happen. Um, (laughs) Another, a bigger probably out for him though, a bigger factor was Josh Kelly being out, so he had to take Butters 34. Now I'm pretty sure Josh Kelly was announced out before our team's locked, but I looked at his team and there wasn't really much else that he could have done about it. Um, He could have picked up a free agent obviously, but... I guess uh, hindsight is, you know, 2020. And he also yeah, had,
1: that's unlucky.
0: He also had Braden Fiorini tagged, which I thought was super surprising. West Coast sent uh, Mark Hutchings to him, which I don't understand at all. I mean, the guy can't kick for crap. You, surely, surely you tag anyone else, but that's the way West Coast went about it. So, uh, something to watch out for there if teams are going to keep doing that. And I did promise, yeah, that, yeah I did promise that I'd give everyone a shout out. So he gets a shout out for Marty Hall, um, a free agent that he picked up a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, since we started podcasting, I haven't got a chance to give him a shout out. He got 93 points. I think he passed free agency. And Brett was like, "Well, why wouldn't I just pick up this guy who got 93?" Uh, rewarded with him with a 99 straight away afterwards, and now averaging 83. Um, not to say that he'll keep it up forever, but still a very nice little handy defender to have. Anyone that's averaging over 80 is gold. Yeah, Um, good one,
1: yeah.
0: On Ian's side of things though, so he had the victory, but it was marred a little bit because Taylor Adams went down and he looks like he's going to be out for a few weeks. So uh, he got a groin injury there. The only icing on the cake there for Ian is that he has Dane Beams, so maybe that'll improve Beams' output. But yeah, he's going to have to hold him for a while. So a bit hurtful there. Um, on the other hand though on the good side for him uh, shout out to Caleb Daniel because this guy is in absolutely fantastic form he's been shifted to half uh, like a half back role so they're trying to utilize his elite kicking ability and he just keeps getting it he's racking it up getting lots of marks 125 points this week averaging 97 and it's probably only a shame that he already started as a center forward Because if he didn't, then he'd definitely be getting back status, Mm. um, which would be a little bit more valuable. But maybe back status next year. So he's uh, got keeper
1: potential there for sure.
0: Very good point. Yes, for sure, Ian. So yeah, keep him for a while. Um, And there you go. So with that, Ian pulls up to actually uh, a much-needed third win out of nowhere. And that brings him even with you, which doesn't quite seem right. But uh, that's the way that... uh, that it's fallen.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I do have fourteen points less than the top top ranked team, and <laughs> yeah, more more points than the than the second ranked team. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ian's only about a thousand points behind you, so you know it makes sense that he'd be on the same wins as you. uh Oh well. Yeah. All right, our final matchup brings us to two big rivals. Uh, I shot the Sharon, taking down Manic, ba- Manic Barcelona. Another really big margin here 311 points. Uh, so Max has to be happy about that. I'm sure he loves taking out Sahil whenever he can. Um, and well, uh, a, sh- a shout out to Max for Dunkley, who got 145 points this week. Uh, he went absolutely ballistic, 35 touches, 8 marks, 8 tackles, and it might coincide with Libber's lack of form, I was thinking. Um, less mm. use around the clearances for him. Dunkley's uh, his clearance numbers uh, have gone up, and so definitely uh, looking for an uptick there. And that's actually, before this match, Dunkley was averaging 77, so he almost doubled his average in this match alone.
1: Yeah, I heard he'd been playing forward mainly, so maybe he, he may may have got into the midfield a lot more by the looks of it and might stay there with that kind of form.
0: Yeah, for sure. So that could be a huge boon for, uh, for Max. I did have to give him a little bit of a shutdown, though, uh, for Bryce Gibbs. What's going on there? 53 points. Um, he apparently was playing in defence. Uh, do you know Do you know what's going on there, Steve? Um. I think he's
1: obviously he missed the previous week with gastro. So maybe he was just not quite, you know, not a hundred percent recovered. Um, just to, to, to share a little bit too much information. I had gastro for the first time uh, in a very long time, a few, well, probably a couple of months ago now. And yeah, it really knocks, knocks you around if you, if you lose a couple of kilos, but, um, you, you can really feel quite shit for two to three weeks. I found um, especially when trying to do um, exercise, you might not feel normal, just yeah, normally. But if you try and do a run, um, it can be not fun. So
0: um,
1: yeah, that might <laughs> be oh, it for wow. Gibbs.
0: Um, well, there you go. obviously a bit of a role change as well. Yeah. Can we get that as a regular segment? Dr. Dr. Squires <laughs> <laughs> give you a medical opinion. I like that. Um, yeah, uh, there you go. A little, a little bit of insight. Um, Bryce Gibbs has just sort of been tossed around though by the Crows. I'm not sure if they know where mm. he fits best right now. Obviously, omitted a couple of weeks ago. Um, now with, yeah. role, with the role change, so they're obviously trying new things. But um, yeah, especially with yeah. Seedsman out and um, Miller so, yeah,
1: Seedsman's out. Someone else. Yes, that's right. Miller is out. So yeah, yeah, they're trying to yeah see how he goes at halfback, but probably isn't the right move for him. He was a very good inside <laughs> mid last year, so maybe he should stay there.
0: No, yeah, I think based on that game, they're probably going to give up on that experiment. So Max hopes he uh, goes into the midfield. But um, looking at Sahil's team as well, so he obviously had a shocking week. Um, it was uh, mostly I'm attributing this down to his defense, letting him down. Um, were, uh, it was bad across the board, but normally his defense is actually one of his best, the best parts of his team. They normally average 90 um, before this week, they were averaging 90 as a collective. But this week, they averaged 60. Wow. So, huge, huge difference. Across five players, yeah, that's a straight 150 points right there. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, uh, losing out there. Uh, Jeremy Howe getting 27. That's just atrocious. And he's really hoping that he bounces back. I think the good thing for him is that Collingwood have quite a few Friday night games. So, he's going to want to lose him as the uh, loophole option going here on out which he actually could have this week he could have but mm. he but he apparently uh well news travels slow in barcelona so like legitimately he i don't think he woke up in time to <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to, to do it
1: i uh, just to comment on loopholes i do find it interesting when people loophole players um as in they put them on the bench when they average you know 90 or something i am mm-hmm. not that that's the case with how um but for example, Ollie Wines, who he used as a, a center, uh, emergency, the guy's averaging 90. Um, his, his only real bad score was his first, first game back for the year. So hmm. for me, I just think that's an unnecessary risk, especially in midfield where you've, you're then taking someone off, um, the field and you've got, you know, six people who, who could be a late withdrawal or, um, Injured during the first half. So. And, and who does yeah. he really
0: think is going to score better than him? Like Jack Sinclair, Oliver Florent? Yeah, these Oliver Florent, yeah. These aren't good options. Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. So for me, I'd just leave someone like
0: Wines on the field. Um, but,
1: yeah, on the other hand.
0: Okay, so unfortunately I have to cut this short because we just kept giving Sahil crap for way too long. Uh, his greatest fears realised... No, not really. A technical hitch actually came up, and it meant that we lost the next part of the episode, which is a real shame, because we had some absolute zingers in there. It was laugh central, and you'll just have to take my word for it. Uh, No, okay, no, not really again. Uh, Steve only had an extra two minutes to spare, so you didn't miss out on too much stuff. He actually gave us his lunch break to record this with fast and enough to run off to actually do some real world duties so thank you very much steve for giving up your time the country thanks you for your service to fmdt and thanks everyone else for listening we hope you found this informative and entertaining and as always share your thoughts we always appreciate hearing them we'll be back next week hopefully technical glitch free Just a reminder that we do take donations, so if you'd like to help us not have to record our audio through a sock, well, spare a penny to the FMDT fund. In the meantime guys, enjoy your week, best of luck, thanks for listening.